are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic or lethargic and weak? Listen to your heart. Welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now, here's Dr. Marianne. Hello, and welcome to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and I am so glad to have you with me today. Today's show, we will be continuing on our Back to the Basics theme with the healing codes. And today is when we first begin to get into those healing code healing categories. And uh, today's healing category is unforgiveness. And it is a tough category for a lot of people to get into. And so we will be talking about what's up with this unforgiveness thing and why is it so important. But before I get into that, I'd like to let everybody know you can connect with me on Facebook page, The Healing Whisper, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. And I really want to encourage everyone to head on over to Voice America. TV and check out both my Healing Whisper, Marianne's Garden TV show, which is about gardening, but it's really about gardening mindfully because really we are all connected to nature. And what's a better way to become connected or shall we say reconnected with nature than through gardening? I also have added videos onto that at, that are about the healing codes, and I really only have one video on there uh, about how to do the healing codes. But uh, yeah, check that out. And before we get started, I'd also like to let everybody know that this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is strictly my opinion, that of Dr. Marianne Chase. Please always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any concerns that you may have. And now that that wonderful disclaimer is done, the healing codes. What are the healing codes? If you've been following me for any period of time, you know that the healing codes are about energy and healing with energy. And so, now, why would we choose energy healing over any other healing modality? Well, it's simply... Because energy healing is one of the things that actually works to heal. When we look at all of the illnesses that we have as a culture, and it seems to be getting worse and worse, you know, back in the uh, Nixon years of the presidency here in the United States, it was all about the war on cancer. And that was in 
the early 70s. The War on Cancer, I believe. You know, I haven't looked at my history books to know dates other than uh, Columbus sailed the ocean blue, (laughs) you know, that whole thing. But since then, since the 1970s with a war on cancer, you would think with all the billions and trillions of dollars put into that, that cancer would be no longer an issue. And what about the war on heart disease? (laughs) It's still an issue. We have so many wars going on against so many different diseases, you'd think that we would have healed it by now. But we're probably looking at the wrong thing that's causing the illness. If we look at our own Centers for Disease Control, they say 90%, maybe 95% of disease is caused by stress. And I like to say, yeah, yeah, that's great. What about that other 5%? Centers for Disease Control says, well, that's probably genetic disease or even trauma that has caused a disease. And, well, I, I personally, I don't really consider trauma a disease unless you get an infection as a result of the trauma. But really, if you look at all diseases, even genetic, truly genetic diseases, it all had to start with stress somewhere along the line. Because it's the stress that broke the gene that caused the disease. At some point, it had to start. A disease like Huntington's is truly a genetic disease. They can test for it. But that gene that causes Huntington's had to get broken somewhere down the line and In my opinion, it got broken by stress. Now, I'm not talking about circumstantial stress. I am talking about the kind of stress that some people call emotional. The difference is circumstantial stress is truly the stress that we're only kind of stress that we're ever supposed to be under. And that is the, well, in millions of years ago, that would be the saber-toothed tiger coming after you. And in today's society, it's that very close miss on driving on the freeway. Things like that. That is circumstantial stress. And in some societies, it's somebody pulling a gun on you. Again, that is circumstantial stress. That's the kind of stress that we are supposed to get that fight or flight response going. But the emotional stress is the kind of stress that we are under every day, 24 hours of the day. And that emotional stress is a stress that says, if 
this happens, I am not okay. Or if that happens, I am in danger. And that thing, or this thing, could be something like somebody just giving you a funny look. Or something like you didn't get the job promotion that you have been working and working and working for, and yet somehow you managed to, shall we say, sabotage yourself? I know nobody listens listening to this show has ever sabotaged themselves in a job or an opportunity. Nah, never happens. But it does. It happens all the time, whether we realize it or not. And those people that have clawed their way to the top, it, it looks like they're in great shape. But then suddenly, some sort of pretty significant illness becomes a part of their life. And, yeah, it's because of that emotional stress. It is because of the beliefs that you carry in your heart. Now, I have talked about the heart so many times. And it's not that beating heart, the heart that says, it is the heart that says, I love you with all my heart heart and so when we have a belief and let's just say that simple belief of I'm unlovable or joy is not available to me or trust is only for people that are suckers just to name a few and we develop those beliefs as small children Or we even inherit those beliefs. Now, I think everybody in the world now knows about post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD. And we all think of it as a mental disease. But it's not. It is an emotional disease. The stress of a traumatic situation, no matter what that trauma was, just got too much. And it went overboard. And some people do fall into a a mental disease, But it's really an emotional disease. And then all the physical problems that come up as a result. Now, not to degrade PTSD by any means. A small amount of stress every day in our lives does the same thing to us as a significant PTSD. Now, the question is, why do some things break in some people that are under the same amount of stress and other things do not break or become disease in other people? Or why does one disease manifest in one person and a different disease manifest in another person? 
It's an excellent question, and it really all has to do with the kinds of beliefs or untruths that we are carrying. But folks, when it comes to healing, you have to do three things first. You have to take care of those unhealthy beliefs. You have to take care of any harmful actions that may be happening in your life. And you have to forgive. After all, that's what this show is all about today. When we get back from the break, we'll get started into forgiveness. So don't go away. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Mary Ann is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click coaching. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with hosts Nancy Kerala and Dr. Chandra Bali Ghosh. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and the founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. And Dr. Ghosh is the chairperson of research and development for the C. diff Foundation. Together with their guests, we'll explore infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Mary Ann Chase, and I'm glad you're staying, hanging in there with me for this very difficult conversation of forgiveness. Now, why should we have forgiveness in our lives? Well, uh, I can think of several reasons, the number one being as long as a person is carrying unforgiveness about anything, then they cannot heal. It's just, and you know, I, I don't have any scientific evidence for this. It's really just what the way things are, the way life is. If any of you have ever become familiar with the law of attraction or 
even seen the movie or read the book, nothing in that is quote-unquote scientific. You can't prove it. Neither can you prove that wind exists by saying, well, other than I feel it. But can you see the wind? Same thing goes for energy. And the same thing goes for carrying unforgiveness. It's the energy that unforgiveness creates. It is a negative, a lower vibration of energy. You can talk to many, many physicians in this world that are really familiar with the, the, the whole mind-body thing. And those physicians that are familiar with the mind-body thing and even other practitioners of the healing arts will say, they never met a person that was extremely ill who did not have some sort of forgiveness issue going on. One of the co-authors of the Healing Code book is Dr. Ben Johnson. And at one point in his career, he was a cancer doctor. And he says that very thing. Not a single one of the patients in his practice who had cancer did not. They all had a forgiveness issue of some nature. At the time, he really didn't know how to deal with that other than say, yeah, you got to forgive. There's another really good reason for forgiving. And it has to do with what God tells us. Now, God tells us that we need to forgive. Now, I don't know if anyone listening out there does not believe in God, But bear with me for just a little bit. When Jesus was out preaching in one of his most famous sermons is is the Sermon on the Mount. He says these things, and I'm reading from the Amplified Bible. He says, for anyone who can hear... In other words, pay attention. This is really important. Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless and show kindness to those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. Whoever strikes you on a cheek, offer him the other one also. Whoever takes away your coat, do not withhold him your shirt either. That is about forgiveness. If someone strikes you, 
whether it's with words or physically, turn and offer the other cheek for striking. What better way to say that's about forgiveness? Then there's the love your enemies. Many, many people have heard this. Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. That's about forgiveness. And so, if you do good to those who do good to you, Jesus continues, what credit is that to you? For even evil people do the same. They love people who do good to them. And he goes on to say about money. I'm sure you've heard the expression of forgiving debt. If you do good to those, let me track back, treat others the same way you want them to treat you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that? Even sinners lend to sinners expecting the to receive back the same amount. Love your enemies, do good, lend, expecting nothing in return. In other words, forgive, expecting nothing in return. And he talks about God. Because God himself is kind and gracious and good. He's even good to the ungrateful and the wicked. You may have heard the expression, for the rain falls on the good and the wicked alike. You do this because God is merciful. Now, if you do not believe in God, that's fine. But just know that Jesus was a very, very wise person. Mainly because, in my belief, he is God. But here is bringing in to the law of attraction. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. That's forgiveness is judging, or unforgiveness is judging. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. That's again forgiveness. Pardon, that's forgiveness, and you will be pardoned. All of this is the law of attraction, folks. Given it will be given to you. They will pour into your lap a good measure. For the standard of measurement that you use, it will be measured to you in return. So what does that say? If we're just looking at a law of attraction, if you give out unforgiveness, you're going to get unforgiveness in return. So many people will say, I cannot forgive so-and-so for what they did to me or to someone else. And when you hear that, You have to realize 
by saying, I can't forgive them for what they did. All that does is bring that energy of that unforgiveness back to you. It is a low vibrating energy. And it's coming back at you. So when you carry unforgiveness, you're actually harming yourself. Just like all of the cancer doctors have said, I shouldn't say all, but those cancer doctors that are aware of the mind-body connection and appreciate it, carrying unforgiveness is primary in their cancer patients. It's absolutely essential to learn to forgive. And it's a commandment for those of us that believe in God and God's commandments. It's a commandment to forgive. It's a commandment to love others. And if you do not forgive another person, you're not loving that other person. They may not be a lovable person. They may not be someone that you actually know. But you can carry unforgiveness for that person. You can also carry unforgiveness towards things. What a concept. (laughs) I actually heard a person say just recently, I'll never forgive, I'm not going to even say the car company manufacturer, but I'll never forgive this car manufacturer for doing this to a car. I'll never forgive that. Well, you're carrying unforgiveness towards an inanimate object, towards an airbag that didn't function properly. I'll never forgive that airbag for not inflating properly or deflating properly. Yeah, there have been airbags that have actually malfunctioned and people have perished as a result. And if you forgive that inanimate object, not only are you getting your energies healthy and up, But you can begin to heal. You're never going to get forgiveness back from an airbag. But it is all about you. When we come back from the break, we'll start talking about how to begin your journey of forgiveness. Don't go away. 
Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click coaching. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and today we are talking about the very first thing a person needs to do to begin their healing journey, and that is the action of forgiveness. Now, I'd also like to remind everybody that you can connect with me on my Facebook page, The Healing Whisper, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. Now, why is forgiveness so important? Well, basically, carrying unforgiveness doesn't hurt the person or thing that we refuse to forgive at all, but it always, always hurts us. As long as we don't forgive, we are literally energetically bound to that other person with the bonds. You just can see the, the like handcuffs of pain, of anger, or even revenge. It it, it does not mean, forgiveness does not mean finding a way to excuse someone's actions. And literally, there may be no excuse in the world, none at all, for what that person did. And it does not It does mean, forgiving does mean giving up the desire to punish them. It, if as long as you are holding on to the need to make that person pay for their words or actions, it's holding on to the injury itself. It's reminding yourself of that energy. And 
it by giving forgiveness is it is a gift but it is a gift to yourself it releases us it releases you from the power of a wrongful action whatever that action is but it releases from that power that it has over us it sets us free so we can move on with our life now there's basically three types of unforgiveness where I'm not even really types of unforgiveness there are three unforgiveness areas that we need to look at and and maybe even a fourth the first area is unforgiveness towards other people that that seems to be rather straightforward second area is unforgiveness toward God third area is unforgiveness towards yourself and the fourth yeah it may or may not be an inanimate object because if you are carrying a ton of unforgiveness towards people other people towards God towards yourself that's when you're going to start not forgiving inanimate objects for something that happened with it so maybe the fourth but the fourth one of inanimate objects is really set up as a clue that there are other unforgiveness issues that just spill into the inanimate objects so now when it comes to unforgiveness towards other people there are two things in that one is unforgiveness towards people that you know and the other is people you do not know now people you know that that's fairly easy to figure out how a person would carry unforgiveness towards a person that they know and that is just simply because they're around that other person that other person has the opportunity to do something and even if it's a crime against you like someone you don't know commits a crime against you holds you up or worse yet commits worse things you know them now and eventually you will know their name those are people that you know now what about people you don't know how does that happen well unfortunately in our culture today there's all sorts of uh, terrorists activities committed by people that 
we don't know. We will never know in some cases. And it's very easy to carry unforgiveness towards that particular situation. And because of media making this information to us available almost immediately, say recently, the bombing in Manchester, England. Not only do I not know the terrorist, but I don't even know the singer. I've heard of her. I never heard of the bomber. But it is highly possible to carry unforgiveness towards that bomber and his accomplices. Look what he did. It's unforgivable. But unforgiveness is your issue. It's not letting that person go for the crime that they committed. But it is letting you go from holding on to the crime that they committed. It's a very, very difficult thing to accept and to do. I'm certainly not saying that it's easy. And why is it so difficult? The knowledge, the pictures of that crime, especially in modern day, come to us and become a part of us. And they become a part of every single cell in our body. And as time goes, every time that cell divides, it's duplicating that unforgiveness. And that's where people can become bitter when they are holding unforgiveness, even to a person they do not know. So what do you do? Where do you start? You know there's unforgiveness. We all carry it. Because we're human, we all carry the unforgiveness. But where do you start? Well, it's the simple act of writing things down. Finding just a couple of minutes in a day. Take a piece of paper, take a notebook, take a journal, and devote a page in that journal to unforgiveness of others. Devote several pages. And what you do in your one or two minutes of quiet time is just be quiet. Just let it flow. And the first name that comes to you, because you've asked, show me the unforgiveness. Yes, you've asked. Show me the unforgiveness. And the first name that will come to you, write it down. And it may start flowing from there, or there may be only one name. 
doesn't matter. Carry that journal with you everywhere you go with a pencil so that it's easy to write it down. You're not dependent upon ink flowing or uh, a a regular pencil, not a mechanical pencil because lead always breaks on me. (laughs) But write it down. Write the name when it comes to you. Anything. Also have another page in your journal for God. And if there is an action that you feel God did that is unforgivable, write it down. And then have a third page for yourself. And ask again, what am I not forgiving about myself? And it could be something just as simply as, I can't forgive myself for eating that cookie. (laughs) Write it down. You're beginning to develop a list. A list of things where you need to carry, do some forgiveness. And folks, it's okay if you only have one item on that list. Because that one item may be overshadowing the dozens of others. But let me tell you this now. Forgiveness is not a one-time action. It is a perpetual thing. Something that you have to do, shall we say, on a daily basis. Because those of you that know the Lord's Prayer, that you say it every day, and forgive is a big part of that prayer. Folks, when we come back from the break, I will be giving you a custom healing code so you can begin to heal starting now. Don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click coaching. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Your life, your health, your network. 
You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. We have been talking about unforgiveness and how important it is to forgive. And just before the break, I was giving you a suggestion on how to start forgiving. And that would be writing down the areas, the people, the situations that you carry unforgiveness. First against other people. Next against God. And third, against yourself. Now, it's not an important order. What's important is that you know where to start. So if a name is not coming to you about another person, but the first thing that you hear or see is that you're carrying unforgiveness towards God, then... That's where you start. Now, go to voiceamerica.tv. I've got a video there about how to do the hand positions on the healing codes. If you don't already know, it's a very important video to take a look at. And there are four areas where you point your hands towards to begin the healing. So here's the first thing that you're going to do. Now, if you if you don't have a place to write this down um, right now, come back to the show when the recording is up and write it down. It's a very important thing to do. But the very first thing that you do is you put a prayer out. If you want to call it a request, that's great. But you pray, and here's what you say, or something similar to this. I pray or request that all known and unknown negative images, unhealthy beliefs, and destructive cellular memories, all resulting in physical issues related to unforgiveness, be found, opened, and healed by filling me with the love, life, and light. And put in God there if you do believe in God. I also ask that the effectiveness of this healing code be increased by 100% or more and that it is gentle and easy. We'll talk more about that gentle and easy piece in another show. Now, after you say your prayer, you do the healing code. Now, write this down again when you have a chance. The first 
hand position is the right hand will be pointed at your temple, the left hand will be pointed to the jaw. The second position is the right hand towards the bridge, the left hand towards the Adam's apple. The third position will be the right hand to the jaw and the left hand to the temple. The fourth and final position will be right hand to the Adam's apple and left hand towards the Adam's apple. In other words, both hands to the Adam's apple. You will do each hand position for 30 seconds. So, for example, that first hand position, right hand temple, left hand jaw, hold it for 30 seconds or until you feel a need to move the hands to the second hand position. And when you get to the both hands at the Adam's apple for the 30 seconds, then return to the first hand position, right hand temple, left hand jaw. And you'll rotate through that every 30 seconds or so for a total of seven minutes. Now do this code three times a day if possible. And if that's not possible, if you don't have seven minutes three times a day to do the code, that's fine. Just do one. But something will not work. Nothing will work. It's like you can't win the lottery unless you buy a ticket and you can't heal unless you do forgiveness and the healing codes. Now, folks, while you are doing this, you can have some lovely healing music in the background. You can have nothing in the background. But two things you need to do or one thing that you need to do is calm your mind. And how do you do that? Because, folks, it is so easy to get distracted. You know, it's kind of an, ooh, shiny situation. Two things that you can do. You can do one of both. You can hold a lovely picture of love in your heart. And remember, everything we have in our heart is in pictures. What is your picture of love? Hold that. Keep that in your mind. And every time you move your hands, hold that picture. Or you can do a truth focus statement. Now, a truth focus statement is not an affirmation. It is a way to focus your energies on something that is true. The problem with most affirmations, when you say it, you may think, well, that's silly. It's because it's not true for you. So, for example, if you carry unforgiveness towards someone you do not know because of a crime that was committed that you were not even connected to, but you heard about or read about, or saw on the television, you've already created in your heart that image of unforgiveness. And just simply saying, well, I forgive that criminal, 
isn't going to cut it because it's not true for you. A very simple thing to say, forgiving others heals me. And that's a truth. Forgiving others will heal you. You can say other things, but the important thing about a truth focus statement is that it is an action, not a done. If you said, I have forgiven so-and-so, it's not true, because you haven't. As you work towards it, you may have forgiven. And if it's yourself, you can say, forgiving myself heals me, or forgiving God heals me. Because, folks, it's all about the pictures that we carry in our hearts. That picture of unforgiveness, that picture of seeking revenge, that picture of punishment. And yes, we can get rid of that picture. And that's why King Solomon said thousands of years ago, he said it, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. So unforgiveness will flow from your heart and come right back at you. Because that's the way quantum energy works. Comes back at you. Next week, folks, we're going to talk about the next step that everyone must take in healing, and that is the step of healing harmful actions. So that's going to be interesting. But until next week, blessings. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to the Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week. Thank you.